Hey, welcome back to yet another edition of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Phil, Bianca, Drew. Unfortunately, though, there is no Kent. Uh, Kent is too busy trying to put a badge um, on a fridge, like a fridge magnet, and he doesn't realize it's not a fridge magnet. Uh, he'll keep trying. Anyway, on with the show. Team, how are we? Yeah, feeling good. We are tired. Yeah. yeah. I am tired. I slept for 10 hours last night, and I think I woke up more tired. That can happen. Look, this isn't a planned yawn. It's because you said tired. I yawned. It's oh, a really Oh, my God. Sorry, everyone. Um, Sorry, everyone who's yawning at home. If you're not yawning, you're actually a psychopath. Correct. Um, look, Bianca, it's funny Thanks, to say that because I actually didn't sleep that many hours. That many hours. I didn't get enough hours sleep last night, and I'm feeling t- I'm the opposite tired. I'm not overtiredly tired. I'm under, 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 t- tired. under sleep, I get it. sleepily tired. Um, he's well, sleep that's deprived. That's a weird thing, like when you oversleep and then you're even more tired than you were supposed to be. Uh, I think it's because the mind has a um, very kind of finite, or like not finite, it has a very kind of like um, particular point in which it's intelligent and then it's completely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but anyway, on to the show. <laughs> yes. uh, we're always at the ridiculous end. Yeah, we are. Um, it seems like it. So on this episode, though, we've got some interesting topics for you, some that you could probably guess. COVID is on the agenda, um, as well as discussing guilty pleasures and Amazon. Wasteful? Not the rainforest either. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, that's, that's being laid to waste. <laughs> oh, Drew, Jesus Christ. I didn't need your intelligence at this time. Come on, get on our level. Um, oh, yeah, okay. where, 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 where should we... Uh, where should we um, How about we get the, like... COVID stuff out of the way because yeah. COVID sucks. But we'll do that and then we'll go also, on to the rest of it. Also, we've got to move quickly. Otherwise, the numbers we quote are going to be even more inaccurate. I'm 100% sure they've already changed by now. Well, well, again, look, so yeah. we record this on a Thursday night and this podcast goes up on a Sunday night. Um, so obviously there's some discrepancy there about um, days, but that's fine. Pretty sure it's going to be inaccurate within the 15 minutes. That yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, the, exactly. I don't actually think this one's our fault. I just think this one's... New South Wales for, fault for having a rapidly changing uh, situation in which we are back in lockdown. No, we're not back in lockdown. I wish we were no, back in lockdown. No, no, no. That, uh, so- that would mean our Premier would have had to actually put us in lockdown. That's true. So, this week in Sydney, Australia, where we hail from, uh, we have had a new coronavirus outbreak. The Delta strain. The Delta variant. Mm. The Delta strain. Uh, 37 people linked into... Uh, the outbreak, uh, it's highly contagious with some people just like walking by each other, yep. not interacting, just ships on a... What did they, what, what did they call it? Ships passing in the night. That, yeah, that was what, what, what did they call, the call it though? There's a fleeting, fleeting contact was in Fleeting enough. contact where you momentarily look each other in the face. Which you know when you like avoid eye contact with people? This is why I avoid eye contact with people. Yeah. For Corona, it's not because I just don't like people. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened at Bondi Junction. Pretty much. So, um, there's 19 confirmed cases, 37 people linked to the outbreak. Mm -hmm. Um, It's believed to started from the unvaccinated limo driver who drove air crew from the hospital to their hotel earlier this week. Yeah, we're not in lockdown. So, we've got a lot of cases. It's rapidly progressing. Um, I keep using the word rapidly because it's the only thing to describe the fact it that is it's rapid. so fucking fast. We yes. had yeah. two people on Tuesday and it's Thursday and we've got 37. I, I, I think, though, it's important just to point out um, quickly there that, that the limo driver is 
unvaccinated limo driver yes because he doesn't really want to do that because he doesn't see the point i hope he sees he's the point unvaccinated now. and he wasn't wearing a mask so and i'm guessing the big screen between him and the passengers was down well i don't think necessarily that was down but he did help them in and out of his car they got oh, it there okay you so know he then, was getting then, their things out waiting appearance and then them. he chose to be very careless and go literally again like every person that has fucking covid go literally everywhere that they possibly can in as short a period of time as they possibly can despite going to the same um cafe many times i wonder if he either owns it or if he's friends with the owner or if it's just his favorite place to go because he goes there it's the neighbor an awful maybe. lot during the day oh, which makes sense essential. because he's from like bondi northern suburbs area so that's why they're all wankers you know, go wank your time in a bloody cafe somewhere yeah i get it yeah so yep. we're not suburb racist i don't know what that's called but anyway suburbist. so suburbist, suburbist. Uh, so those who have been in close contact contacted in the yes. those who have been in close contact in the infected area so if you have been to bondi junction or you've yep. been to these places they have been told to isolate and lock themselves down and stay at home uh, but we were told, but unlike our Victoria neighbours to the south, we're not locking down. We're not staying at home. We're not being forced. We are told by Gladys this morning to follow the guidelines, which have us sitting at our desk wearing our masks and to take further precaution if we feel, and we can only, we should only take further precaution if we feel necessary. Now, mm-hmm. the fucking desk masks. Yes. Yes. In principle, I'm okay with this. However, However mm-hmm. the rule was, came out yesterday on Wednesday, mm-hmm. said yesterday, everyone has to fu- ha- everyone has to start wearing their masks at their office from 4 p.m. Who had a mask on them? For, well, our work had masks in like storage yep. because we just happened to have them. Yep. And we had to wear them from four o'clock. Now, I ask you, I, I work from 8.30 to five o'clock. Yes. There was one hour in the day yesterday that I had to wear a mask. Today, I wore it all day. I was fine mm-hmm. with that, whatever. But yesterday, I had one hour left at work. I was sitting mm-hmm. in the same office, in the same cubicle, with the same eight people around me. What changed at 4 p.m.? F- Why did the air suddenly become infected at thir- 4 p.m. that I couldn't just be from Thursday, just wear your mask at your office? Tonight, don't. Tonight, wear your mask home. I just imagine this great montage scene where they're all watching their watches and then... As soon as it flicks over to four, one person points to another and another and they flick the switch at the artificial (laughs) air and it goes from clean to COVID. It just starts pumping in. But Bianca, you're you're absolutely spot on. Why wasn't it just wear it? The second you leave the building, have the mask Yeah, wear it on the train, wear it on public transport, wear it when you leave the building. Tomorrow you can wear it at work. Yeah. What changed at 4 p.m. that I had to suddenly put it on my desk and it was mandatory? I, I mean, not like the police were walking through our office today no. and checking everyone. Like a lot of us were just drinking drinks all day. So we just had the mask yeah. precariously hanging off one of our ears. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, As I, one does. I, again, I, 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 you know, I had to wear it at work all day today. Um, in my work, I'm on my feet the entire day. And also, mm. I, I, I very quickly walked from one side of a two kilometer long path of this place to the other and back again and back again several times back to back i could tell you what having that mask on was pretty tiring but you know what especially as you're an asthmatic yeah well not not suffering from it at the moment thankfully i don't mind wearing it and i wore it around the office too Mm. and like i do 
I mean, I don't have anything like you guys do, but I have to run back and forth to people's desks all day. Yeah. And because I crossed the entire office, I had to wear the mask yes, because you, you I'm going. Everyone. And sometimes I go from one building to yeah. the other. I um, Has anyone else accidentally, not accidentally, has anyone else sneezed in their mask? <laughs> no, I haven't. That's the I greatest haven't. feeling ever because you just end up feeling the wetness against your own face and you oh, breathe it in no. and it smells like saliva for ages Bianca's trying not to gag I watched one of our colleagues do it the other day oh, it's, it's, uh, the it's, the it's the most <laughs> hateful thing you can do because you just like you're just like fuck you and everything that you I need did. to do as a human <laughs> <laughs> just trying not to I'm genuinely sure I can't vomit sterilize your mouth you've got some um, throat rubbing alcohol there oh yeah um, no um, today I did eat garlic dip I forgot smell good <laughs> I forgot about the logistics and I had garlic dip with my chips and then I put my mask on and I, I was and walking like, oh, to the bathroom no. and I'm like, oh, this is throwing up. But <laughs> Look, at least you weren't one of those um, enterprising pioneers that goes, oh, I'll just get a pencil and stick a couple of holes through the mask where my nostrils are so I don't have to smell oh, I hate people like that so much. People that think they're being clever. In fact, I hate people that, that do that more than people that... Um, don't wear masks at all. Those that like what? wear like netted masks, or those that put holes in it, or put holes in it so that the way they can I eat at the same the time. Netted masks that Ugh. I just stared at. Like, how did you think that was gonna work? I think someone like that. No, but they know it won't. They're like, I'm wearing a mask. I'm technically following your rules. They're being shits. Those people, I think, deserve a shovel to the face. Oh, we get a lot of them um, at work. And in we? fact, what we'll do is to protect them. Instead of giving them a helmet. We'll give them, I don't know, like um, a, a plastic. Hat? No, I was going to say like a plastic bag and say, look, uh, at least you're wearing some sort of protective gear over your head. <laughs> we'll hit you with a shovel. Look, if you get hurt by it, that's on you because you are technically wearing. What about the gear. ones where they wear it just down and their nose is sticking out over oh, the top? For fuck's sake. It's not an attractive work. look no, either. Not. The chin diaper. Yeah, I completely hate it. Oh. It's ridiculous. But look. Um, this this original infection has come from this limo driver, and we we found out today that he will not be charged with wearing his mask because they're actually not wearing his mask. Yeah, she said with wearing his mask. No, oh, with not wearing his mask. Yeah, yeah, because there actually wasn't a law or a mandate which required him to wear a mask while driving to and from the airport. Just a recommendation. I think there's this big problem in New South Wales with people being recommended not to do things. Yeah. And it's not enforced because it just creates this massive, big grey zone. That's it just, just that's where everything is going to go rampant. It just especially sounds like they're really scared to discipline thing. people. It's not. It's, it's like not a parent just, that's afraid of their child. It's not just disciplining. Mm. Sorry, I'm trying to adjust my chair because yeah, I'm not tell. sitting well. We can hear the squeaks. Okay, hold up. <laughs> you can hear the I, it, I can't what figure out. What are you doing? That's what I'm trying to do, but then I I press the wrong button. I don't want to press that button. No, stop. Okay, cool. See, I got all of this out of my system while we were having dinner. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, my I, back was just starting to uh, hurt. I, 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 no, I just think the problem is if we don't actually control it and we don't actually say, these are the rules, follow them. No, no, I... There's too many dickheads in Australia, yeah, in Sydney no, especially. No, no, but look, I mean, I, I don't see why... It, look, I don't think it's a problem with it being a recommendation. I think the issue is with holding people accountable to the recommendation. As in, we suggest you wear your mask. You don't have to, especially in whatever role you're doing and whatever job you're doing, you don't have to. But if there's an outbreak and it is somehow traced back to you, 
that is on you for making the decision not to wear the mask on the recommendation that you should. But hold so on. that's on you then. Tough shit. Oh, you think that's unfair that you were the cause of it? Yeah, cause. Hold on. I don't no, disagree. No, no. But this guy, this limo driver, he's the cause of it. Mm-hmm. What's repercussion is he seeing apart from, oh, he, no, we're not naming him. Let's name him. Like there's no repercussion for him for doing a fucked up thing. And it's fucked up because he is literally driving. And the other thing that I don't understand. Why is it not compulsory that these people get vaccines? Yeah. Not just that. You came Mm. from overseas. And I went and visited you that night. Mm -hmm. Didn't visit you, but I dropped shit off. Mm -hmm. And I saw the next load of people coming Mm -hmm. in. The fucking military was escorting you. Yeah. Yeah, Why did these cunts, are there air hostesses, whatever, I don't fucking care. Mm. Why did they get a limo driver Mm -hmm. and everyone else got... Police, uh, like armed escorts. Yeah, I, I but I, but again, it it, it to me it that that matters a little bit. But what's more important to me is the fact that okay, you I understand that there can't be discrimination against hiring someone for a, posi- a particular role or something like that. Same with those that work in in aged care that aren't going and getting vaccine uh, their vaccine and everything. I don't want to discriminate against people. However. The only time I think it is okay to discriminate against someone or hiring someone based on a job role is one, if they're qualified or not. And to me, two would be getting a vaccine or doing the necessary Public things. Public health risk. The, this is you do not meet like, the criteria. I Correct. waited for you to finish that because I wanted to know where you're going. Especially in the cases of working with old people. Yeah. My grandmother's in a home. I would hate for her something to happen to her because some asshole on her in her um, facility went. I'm an nah, I just don't think I want to get the vaccine because I mean, like, I don't want to like my arm to hurt and stuff. No, look, so oh, fuck off. You could can't don't work there then, you piece of shit. I have to. Okay, so I I work at the Sydney Writers Festival every mm-hmm. year, and because I work with kids, yep. I have to get a working with children's check. Yep. yep. Because it's a prerequisite. Because of it's the a job prerequisite. If yep. I fail that working with children's check, then you don't. Work I do it. not get to work with children. Yeah. Again, it's not discrimination. It's a simple. It's, it's not. A, it's not discrimination. You can't say to me. You just did not qualify for the position. Yeah. You didn't qualify. I didn't qualify. I didn't qualify yeah. because I do not have a working with children's check. Same with the job yeah. that I currently do now. In order to do my job, I had mm-hmm. to get a police check for financial yeah. fraud yeah. and criminal fraud. Perfect example, where I work now, we have a new person on the team who was supposed to work on a particular client. Mm -hmm. That particular client, I have also done my criminal check for because I'm working. I I don't work on it, but I work alongside of it. So I had to do my criminal check for financial fraud. Yeah. This person outright refused to do the criminal check. So now- They don't work on it. they, They don't get to work on that project at all. Now we still hired them because there's other projects that they can work on. But for that particular project, which mm. they said that they could have a lot of experience on because mm. they'd worked for similar, similar institutions before, but they can't do it. They're not allowed to work on that project at all. They're not allowed to go near it. They're not allowed yeah. to see it. It's not discrimination. You failed your criminal check. Yeah, you do not qualify. You do not qualify. So why can't we say the same thing for mm. we have old people, we have at-risk people, we have people who are coming out of at-risk situations. We have people that are transporting, transporting people, people to yeah. and from at-risk people or people that are potentially Do spreadable. you have a vaccination? No. You do not qualify for this job. Correct. That's it. 
Correct. It's not it's not discriminatory. There are probably jobs that you can do that yeah. you don't have to. Yeah. Genuinely, if you're a bus driver, it's another transportation job. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be vaccinated for it. Yes, you are a potential car- carrier, but you're less likely to yes. be and in you were contact behind a screen with people. Most of the time. You're behind a screen. You have those safety checks. Yep. Yeah. On public transport, it's necessary to wear mm. masks currently, so you're going to be less likely to come in contact with these kinds of things. Mm. Fine. Go be a bus driver. Don't be a limo driver for at-risk people. Correct. Airline hosts are at risk currently. They are highly contagious. Just don't do it. You, you don't qualify. That's it. Exactly. That's not discrimination. That's rules. One, thing that, one other thing. I mean, it's not necessarily on that, but it's kind of the, the effect of the cause. What? Why... Is it that New South Wales... So, you know how with the whole thing in Victoria and Victoria having their awful time of it all and everything like that, and then mm. whenever something surges or something, there's some sort of spike, they go immediately into lockdown, but New South Wales doesn't. Do you think it's better or worse that we do or don't, or that they do and, or don't? I think we've answered that in the last 15 minutes, really. I think we should be in lockdown, genuinely. We should be. We have well, a very actually, dangerous case of... Well, actually, I did. I, I, I no, I, I asked that question, but actually, I know a little bit about the answer as well. Yeah, I saw it on like ten news this afternoon about why that is that they do do that. What the, the actual reason is? It's basically so you know how New South Wales has actually a pretty good track and trace app, mm. and how everyone's kind of happy to be using it. Yep, it's because the people that need to do the track and tracing in the background, if something like this goes wrong, mm. because the New South Wales app's really good. They were able to do it efficiently because the Victorian app is not really very good. Not a slide on them. It just isn't very good. It means that the track and trace people literally need everybody to stand still so they can catch up with the track and trace. Is that what... I don't know what the health minister's name is. I just know that she looks really freaking weird. Yeah. Um, Is that what she was trying to explain today? Why they so. have the three-day hold? Yeah, because it's... They I couldn't a, understand yeah, it. Yeah, they need it. So it's, they need a pause. So I'm always too busy staring yeah, at her moustache. Exactly. They can catch up to the system, look at what's going on and go, okay, we can either resume now or nah, we've lost control of this. Stay put for a little bit longer because we're not going to be able to catch back up if we release everyone again. I, I don't understand not why they're not... I not look at her moustache. No. I don't her understand why they're not she changing has a their, their app. No, I know they should well, just get actually, the Actually, I, I know a little about the New South Wales Track and Trace app. Yeah. Um, I know people who work on it. Um, yep. They they have been... The reason... The difference between what's happening in Victoria and what's happening in New South Wales. In New South Wales, even though everyone working on the Track and Trace app is a government hire and they're working for the government, mm. they hired a man from the IT industry mm. um, and said, run this like an IT company. Mm. So that entire branch of the government is not run like any other government job. It's run like a business. It's run like an actual business yeah. because government workers, bless their soul, leave at 4 o'clock, 4.30, because yeah. that's when they're allowed to leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. They do not take phone calls after that. Yeah, uh, They leave at 5 o'clock technically, yeah. but they've all packed up their bags by 4.30. Again, yeah. I know this because I know people who work there. Um, they're all gone. They don't want to be there, and yep. that's it. Um, yep. But this is being run after hours and like people are working back and actually working. So it's pretty good. But we have not done a coronavirus count no, in a let's, while. Let's, get, let's do it. Uh, I thought I'd give you some numbers. So we're just going to pretend like I can say these numbers. Um, we, I've got the global statistics. I just thought it was going to be interesting. Please. Um, coronavirus cases globally. 
since the beginning of COVID, there have been... You're staring at the number being like, she can't say this. Go for it. <laughs> 180,360,606 cases globally. Um, deaths, 3,907,364. So the number between cases and deaths is so much smaller. Stop laughing. I won't be able to say them. Go on. Say it. Recovered. Yes. 165 million, 80,000. Fuck that job. <laughs> Hold 65 million. <laughs> 165 million, million I was actually going well. Mm-hmm. You Stop were. psyching me out. Next. Active cases currently mm-hmm. 11,372,388. <laughs> yes, you got it. Now, of those people, yes. 11,290,961 are mild cases. Yep. And 81,427 are severe critical cases, which is like 0.7%. Philip, can you please pipe in a massive round of applause in there? <laughs> yes, because you did it. Well, it's crazy to think how many blueberries have probably perished during that time. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny when I was writing that part. Oh my god. Are you laughing because you're waiting for the punchline? Yes. People have died, Philip. People Look, have died. It was, I was laughing at the most inappropriate of time, but I was just laughing about. How many I, deaths, I knew, Philip? I knew that oh, line was coming. Look, when I wrote it, I just I had it at a different time, and I just thought it'd be brilliant if I could pipe that in for Drew at that point. Um, <laughs> because here's my next line. Yeah, good point, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> How many active cases are there in Australia? <laughs> okay. yeah. There's 188 at time of recording. Yes. Yeah, so, so on the uh, the uh, at, at time of scripting. Let's, so say, let's clarify that. All right, now look, <laughs> cases-wise... We don't script everything. We script the details. And there's a detail that had to be scripted. And that was just like we put in the facts and then Philip's got this random thing about blueberries and we all just stared at it and he was so excited. We were like, okay. You just couldn't wait to see it. <laughs> look, yeah. did we deliver? Yeah. Good. All right. I don't on. think we did. I think the only person who found it you was funny was you because we were just laughing so hard. I did find it. I found it hilarious. So I loved it. Okay. Uh, Victoria. Okay, cases wise, Victoria has twenty thousand six hundred ninety nine, but gained three today. And that's the Thursday that we're recording. New yep. South Wales has five thousand six hundred eighty four, but has gained. This is total. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is total. Like this is total. Has gained nine. Actually recovered. Has gained nineteen today. This is both total. This is oh, total. God. This is total cases total. Yeah. This is yeah. Shows how bad Victoria is compared to the rest of Australia, by the way. Queensland has one thousand six hundred seventy eight. Mm-hmm. WA has 1,021. Mm. South Australia has 792. Tasmania, the Northern Territory, and the ACT mm. have less than 300 each. It's yeah. because they all date their cousins and we just don't want to go there. They got the same gene pool, you know. <laughs> yeah. Once someone's got the vaccine, they've all got the vaccine. <laughs> that brings yeah. a new definition to herd immunity. Yep. Mm. Mm. 
Anyway, Australia has a grand total of 30,409. And I think we genuinely only have about 50 or 51 something active. Yeah. yeah. And we've only had grand total of, in New South Wales, 54 deaths. Yeah. Yeah. So. <sighs> I think, look, it's not, not so bad. Um, yeah, again. Um, look, I think I think one last thing just to touch on before we um, wrap up COVID and go to our commercial. Yes. Um, is a point that Drew made the other day. We were just talking about it. Um, and, and basically, so if we talk about litter on the street, mm. forget cigarette butts, forget um, Coca-Cola cans and bottles and plastic bags swirling through the, the you know, the air in like a whirlwind kind of thing. It's, it's disposable masks. And I'm absolutely an advocate for masks. But man, we need to get better at disposing of these things because people do. They've, they've overtaken McDonald's wrappers. Like, it, For sure. It, it's a weird thing I, seeing it. I think we need to get more people making actual reusable masks that work. Because that's the problem. There's a lot of reusable masks, masks mm. on like for sale. I was looking mm. on Amazon today. Mm-hmm. But half of them are like not actually safe. I feel like there's, there's so stupid. I feel like there's also a portion of laziness there. And there's also, again, just my opinion, but I think there's a level of denial there that people think that if they buy a reusable one, then that this whole thing is real. If it's a disposable one, when they throw away the mask, they're mentally throwing away the situation. But it's I think it's also it. like having hankies versus tissues. The gross. But tissues snotty. actually decompose, whereas I don't yeah. think I think the stuff these in the don't dis- hankies. Yeah. They put them in um, the washing machine and wash their snot out into their, all their other clothes and go around again. And they go, what the hell is that Please mark stop. on my shirt? You know oh, what, guys? God. Because we've talked about Please sneezing stop. and now we've talked about snot and now we've been talking about snot on clothing. Ugh. I think it's time for a commercial break. Yep. You're snot wrong. True. Bring the bubbly into the shower now with Shampers, the world's first champagne-infused shampoo, nourishing your hair and treating it to the best time it could ever hope to have. Let your hair feel special now too, and celebrate every hair wash with Shampers, available now. Alrighty, and uh, we are back. We're gonna, we're, 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 in fact, we're back with something that may be appealing to you, the audience. It's a segment that may be uh, something that you um, would want to listen to again. Just maybe, maybe, maybe you shouldn't, but you know what? You will. Maybe you'll listen. Come back to this many times. Who we're knows? talking about our show, right? We're talking about guilty pleasures. So our show, yes, because our show is absolutely a guilty pleasure. Because Jesus, imagine being honest about the fact that someone would like this. Anyway, um, so <laughs> so great to ourselves. Self depreciating, deprecation, de- self depreciating, deprecation. Now I'm saying both of deprecating them. Deprecating shit, not defecation. Deprecation. Self defecating. Um, self depreciating. <laughs> I was going to say something just then. Self deprecating. That's what you wish you could be doing. <laughs> Look, I. Look, I, unfortunately, that is the case at the time. Of, that is a guilty pleasure of mine sometimes, like now when I can't be. Anyway, um, so here in Sydney, who knows at the time of this podcast going out, um, we could be back in lockdown. Or listening. Um, what? Or when you're listening. When I'm listening to this. When someone's listening to or this. Have, well, yeah, look, I mean, if you're listening to this in about two and a half years, if we're in lockdown. A thousand years from now, my when they goodness. unravel the time capsule. No one's putting us capsule, in the time capsule. Except for us. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, so so if COVID has brought us down and we're down in a uh, 
in a in a lockdown situation, um, I think there would be no better time um, to treat yourself. Mm. Um, to quote the popular television show. Uh, Parks, Parks and Recreation. And <coughs> <Parks> and <Rex>. <coughs> <coughs> oh, I'm hiccuping at the same time as clearing my throat. Um, yeah, I think it's an important thing to treat yourself and basically um, lockdown is no better time <coughs> to do it. So um, this week we want to talk a little bit about our guilty pleasures because we all have them. We all probably know our own, probably yes. maybe a little bit embarrassed to say what some of them are. Um, and yeah, so basically, basically, if you're not familiar, somehow guilty pleasures are, or you're not wanting to put a title on the thing that, you know, you feel exactly this way about. So you said maybe we're a bit embarrassed and then Drew stared at me intently like, I have something terribly embarrassing. I'm like, what? Like bad movies. I have anyway, no idea. Um, <laughs> no, look, so, so look, um, basically a guilty pleasure being something that, um, something that you shouldn't do, watch, eat, see, you know, talk about, listen to all the time. But you probably do it a little bit too much um, for what's considered even just a kind of glancing appearance or listen or viewing or something. Um, Drew, we're going to start with you. <clears throat> what is something that you think um, qualifies as a guilty pleasure to you? Um, you know, makes you a little bit guilty, but also good. Watching really trashy movies. Of course. Now, usually that that feature is withheld for sick days so should i ask you i'm afraid to ask yeah because every time we talk about movies there's like five that i know out of all the movies you've ever watched yeah, i know there's, there's like, like five, five that, of them that i that don't I really like. think of what qualifies yeah. as a shit yeah movie so what do? what qualifies as a trashy movie to you something where mother my my brain is absolutely switched off like there, there is nothing um there is nothing of substance in there. Now, there are two film series that when I'm sick, I normally put them on because I'm so braindead and exhausted from being unwell that this is just goofy popcorn shit, basically. Harry Potter. No, no. That's for that's for when I like need comfort. So, like, yeah, also when you're sick, but not as much. So I'm not going the- home. Not really. Continue. Yes. <laughs> Thank That's become that. a meme lately. Yep. Yeah, it's been a really popular meme. Um, anyway, my guilty pleasure films are the Twilight Saga and the Fast and Furious films. Hold they, on. Uh, they are my guilty pleasure I am series. a girl who was obsessed with the Twilight books between the ages of 12 to 14. And grew out of that and shit. And I've never watched the Twilight series past the age of 19. Drew loves this trashy garbage. What? Yeah. It infuriates me so much knowing how it ends that I just cannot bring myself to watch it. So, I, I don't... Uh, All of the shittiness got, would have been worth it if someone actually died in that battle. That never happened. That battle was the most infuriating thing to read. Oh, I need to uh, one day actually, do a whole episode that, no, about that, look, that look, fucking book and how that, much I hate it. That battle... Was the redeeming moment because no 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 book, you don't understand the book ended so terribly you don't understand because in the book I I read I them love I understand fighting books I yeah. love books with fighting and like action pack and Bella was sidelined for three fucking books where she had to go sleep on a fucking mountain yeah sorry I'm gonna swear a lot about this um she had to go sleep on a mountain because everyone was fighting and she didn't want to get they didn't want her to get her no yeah. no you don't no no. no no bianca you need to stop putting so much emphasis on the way you're talking like bella bella doesn't have any emotion i True. thought i you thought you were stopping things like this like 
I have to go to a mountain. I thought you were stopping Bianca because she was going to spoil it for you. Oh, no. No. (laughs) I think I... I actually don't know if you remember me finishing that book at lunchtime at school and me just throwing it across Area A because I had to... I was really gunning. She's now a vampire. I'm like, they're training for a fight. I'm gunning for a fight. Come on, give me this fight. I had to sit through it through three chapters yeah. of Deuce X Machina, people just showing up out of nowhere and going, I have evidence. No, I, I have evidence. I think- and walking in and chatting and talking. Well, and I'm like, where is the fighting? Yeah, they, and it s- never they set happened. the stage for this epic battle. And, and then, then they, they all just walk they away. They all meet up, walk, talk, leave. So when they show that battle at the end of the last film, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. You, you actually... Gave no, us something no, a little it's not good. better. Because I wanted, I wanted Rami Malik to die. Like I just wanted someone to die in that scene. Look, anyone. He, look, he dies of AIDS die. in Bohemian Rhapsody. That should be enough. That's, that's sad. My God. Um, sorry. Continue. Guilty pleasures. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just rampaged. No, no. Well, my it, look, now hate. that now that I know this, I'm keen to have a whole forum discussion for an episode on on these because on how bad it is. I read them all before I saw them, and I have a lot of feelings of how bad they are. But if I'm if I really want to have a guilty pleasure of trashy binge watching. I will watch those films, but I will also watch the Fast and Furious ones, which I will never say that they are quality filmmaking, ever. Never, ever, ever. The first two are at least something a little the bit The first movie is, is a very good passable film. It, the second one I enjoy a lot more because I just thought it was more interesting, but the rest of it is just dumb popcorn films, like watching Transformers. Mm-hmm. Except I think I watch Fast and Furious a little bit more mm. because it, it's like getting invested in a reality TV show. You know, there's a lot of melodrama and there's a lot of ridiculousness going on and a lot of things that really? shouldn't happen, but it's happening because it's on television. Literally most of the conversations are family. Family. <laughs> family. I always just get the line, I always wanted a baby brother or something like that. Was that from like some bear movie? I don't know. Oh yeah, I know what it's called. Brother Bear. Brother Bear. Bear. I've never watched Brother Bear. All right, Phil, what's your guilty pleasures? Yeah, what are mine? Um, Watching old car races that no one ever wants to um, even talk about because why should they? Just random, random, random car races. How's that a guilty Um, pleasure? It is a guilty pleasure. No one would make you feel bad for that. No, because it it is a guilty pleasure. It's not useful. Guilty pleasures, I feel, are defined about not being useful, but something you genuinely love. Yeah, no, because I, I I view it. People often view it as, oh, you want to watch something go around and around in circles, and then you, people people do sometimes qualify. And oh, go, we could just say that about any. Car no, but race pe- you but watch. they could turn around and, and and qualify and go, yeah, well, at least you don't know the result. Not literally, you know the result because it happened five years ago. Why the hell do you want to rewatch something that you already know the result of? Yeah, but I know the ending of a movie. It doesn't mean I'm not going to watch it again. Or I know the ending of a book. I'm not going to read it again. Yeah, but people seem to have an issue with that. So anyway, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, listening to some Taylor Swift sometimes is a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't mind Taylor Swift. But she's amazing. Quite a fan of Taylor Swift. Yeah, but still it's a guilty pleasure thing. It's like if you listen to Justin Bieber during his heyday. You had to, unless you were 12 and a half and preteen female you had to not tell anyone that you ever listened to anything by justin bieber um never mind that he's a very good singer eh, really 
So yeah, it so is, that. I also every Ariana Grande is also a good singer, and I don't like her music. I um I, I also her. quite enjoy going back and rewatching old seasons of um, reality TV shows. So Survivor and Amazing Race primarily, <laughs> absolutely love doing that. Um, food wise, I I often like to have, as I was saying, the occasional tiny teddy with um some whipped cream <laughs> on it. Sometimes I've grown out of that a lot because really I honestly truly have. have you? I don't have it very often. I will have it if it's provided for me, but I won't <laughs> okay. go and buy it. I'm, I'm, um, I'm trying to come I'm trying to, to terms good. with you saying the occasional. Oh, God, get the shit out of me. I just moved the chair. <laughs> the occasional tiny teddy. I like how if I ever have yes. whipped cream in my fridge and I need it finished, I'll just throw it at you and yep. you'll be like, yep, cool. It's true. I will. Um, I will also watch shitty movies. Um, not I, When I say shitty movies, I don't mean like god awful may as well you know finish your life kind of awful like twilight or um the Fast what, and what do you class um, Jurassic it? park three god awful movie why should you ever go and watch that i do that all right yeah um, we can put that in the guild this shit house game that we're talking about that is the worst thing ever um i like the gameplay of so i've gone back and played game the, the last of us part two but, yeah gameplay scenes i skipped the scory uh, sto- scory story because i don't need to hear that oh shit god, I and i and i play yet. some of the gameplay of that because i quite like gameplay scenes in that that thing despite the fact it goes on for a little bit too long um <clears throat> and then rabbit holes of youtube Do you know what game part of the game i really like replaying it's probably the my favorite part of the game mm-hmm. do you know the ending where she's in the other city in the is it south is it south california santa barbara yeah santa barbara yeah yeah that scene i'll play again over and over again because I just yeah. like the concept of people using zombies as weapons. Yeah, I, I thought that agree. was like a brilliant. Yeah, Drew, look good. Look forward to that. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, but also <laughs> the, the dog the dog scenes in there in the in suburbia and the neighborhoods and seeing neighborhoods yeah. more and more overrun mm. um, in the last game. Um, and then also pff, there's there's parts of the yeah there's, there's, look there's good gameplay elements of this thing um, coming across the seraphites and their whistling is. Um, definitely an interesting one as well but yeah like that there's parts of the game that are good but but the story is trash so that's absolutely a guilty pleasure for me um yep. yeah and then youtube rabbit holes hmm bianca right. yeah bianca um getting massages that i can't afford yep <laughs> um get incredible yeah they're incredible i can't afford it but i still go yep um probably getting like my nails done and shit which i also can't afford but i mean now i can it's a lot cheaper now mm-hmm um what else oh like when it comes to movies like i mean i watch ant-man whenever i can because it's sort of just that's sort of my guilty pleasure trashy movie Mm -hmm. if i've had a really bad week i'll watch ant-man and ant-man 2 but they're great films yeah but everyone but to rewatch them again and again and again yeah and also everyone considers that they're the worst films in the mcu i I don't know why i think they're great um incredible hulk thawed the dark world they're all the worst movies in the mcu so anyway, but I like I the the scene where they he's fighting in the Thomas the Tank Engine set just oh, always just, makes oh. me feel it, I, it's just such a feel good moment for me and the I don't know why. The second the camera cuts back and Thomas yeah, and Thomas over. is tipping over and then there's an explosion and it's like there's no gas in that thing and it's like so stupid but I love it. Um, I don't know what else I like. I like I like um looking at houses. Yes. that I can yeah. never afford. Oh, that's fine. Like I can spend hours and it's a guilty pleasure because I can never afford them. I can't pay. But like I'll mentally design them and I'll mentally, sometimes I'll even go onto Photoshop and like rejig the houses and make mood boards about them. Those are my guilty pleasures. Like very weird. Well, again, I design things on um, SketchUp, you know, bloody entire oh, yeah. racetracks. It's sad as Jesus. I also write like, um, I write, what's it called? 
they're stories. called elevator. Yeah, I write stories. Elevator and stuff. pitches. Elevator pitches for like movies and comic books that, even if they're like fan fiction or whatever, it's like I just I'll write elevator pitches for them, and I have like a whole folder full of them that just stuff that's never going to happen. Like no one's ever going to ask me mm. to write a Batman script, but I have a really good idea for a Batman movie. If anyone ever wants to hire me, Loki. Um, <laughs> well, funny you should mention that. Today is the 32nd anniversary of the release of Tim Burton's 1989 Batman. The third I know, they're um, releasing the comic book, which is also my guilty pleasure. I have mm. a fuck ton of comic books, mm. which some of them I never get around to reading, and books as well. Yeah, I buy so many books and comic books. I don't think I actually have time to read all of them. I'll you read. keep buying them anyway. I keep buying them because I want to read them. Yeah. I think there's actually a word for that in some language, but like you Warding. know, those, one of those words that are untranslatable, <laughs> untranslatable to to English. I get that though, a guilty pleasure in collecting. I mean, you it's guys not know. collecting because I genuinely have an interest in wanting to read them. I just never have yeah, the time. Yeah, just to never do get it. around to reading it. Um, and I will read them one day. I'm determined when I'm retired. It's, I th- I think um, <clears throat> I think the balance is, you know, splitting your time between um, enjoying yourself with these guilty pleasures and actually doing mm. some meaningful things in life or novel hobbies um i think i think i think though that that the balance is everything um but but also there's an element of it where it's just like fuck it go and do whatever the uh, do whatever what makes you feel good you know just do it the good old nike mm. <laughs> yes and with that let's go to our what the quote and now it's time for what the quote last week's quote bianca read it again did it great what is it? Greater good, I am your wife. I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And of course, that is from Honey to Lucius in The Incredibles. Such an amazing scene. I love that. More, Just more that than that, such an amazing performance there by you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> you read that perfectly. That um, was amazing. Well, let's oh. see if you can match that, Drew. What is this week's quote, please? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. If you guys know what that quote is from, please reach out to us on any of our socials. Facebook, Twitter, Insta. We've still got carrier pigeon running around. I bought bird seed. So, running around uh, or flying around? Yeah. Well, yeah. they'll be around. Yeah. Um, on with the show. So earlier this week, Bianca brought an article to our attention It turns out that Amazon has been destroying millions of unsold stock in one of its UK warehouses every year. Now, ITV News in the UK got the exclusive, which was brought to light with footage shot in secret by a former employee of Amazon. The stock ranges from smart TVs to laptops, drones, hair dryers, computer drives, headphones, books, even the occasional Apple product. But sadly, it's also including thousands of sealed face masks, all sorted into boxes marked destroy. Yeah. Uh, Now, this is... It's pretty staggering to read. Um, Well, you know, that alone. I mean, you know, without even going into anything else. But um, look, we kept going through it. Now, we were also shocked to learn um, or basically find out that... um, the leaked document showed that there was something like 124,000 items that were being marked to destroy in just a single week. Something something ridiculous like that. Like, it's pretty staggering. That's, like, it feels like gross negligence. Yeah. 
kind of, but it's not. But I think the part that gets me, like, I was trying to buy a face mask Mm. box on Amazon today. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Before I knew this, um, (laughs) 20,000 masks were destroyed in one go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are countries in the world that are finding it hard to access masks right now. But. Yeah. Sorry, my mic just did something weird. No, Um, what I'm saying is that thing in your hand that you're playing with, stop playing with it. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Because I'm watching your audio file. So if you guys don't know, I'm the one that does the audio for this. And I'm watching the Bianca's audio track. And I just. Seeing this little spark. I was just like, what the hell is that constant little jumping little thing throughout the entire audio track? Bianca's fidgeting. I, I, I took a second. I looked up at her and I was like, oh. Is that what all those little bumps and there then are? He, and then he yes. glared. <laughs> that entire audio track. It's fine. I can I can oh mute it for God. the audience. You don't know what I'm talking about, audience. But Bianca's audio track is just. Bum, 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 bum. I'm like, what the fuck He's is that? glaring at me. And I'm like, why are you, why yeah, do you what, look so mean? What do you mean? want from me? <laughs> anyway, you were telling us about your attempted purchase yeah, so on I tried Amazon. To buy, I tried to buy masks on Amazon today. They were all sold out. And any ones that I could buy weren't going to get delivered until like the 10th of July or something. And to know that they've, one, thrown out 20,000 masks when there are people struggling to buy them. Mm. And they're cheap. Like, don't get me wrong. Amazon has cheap products. Mm -hmm. The reason why is because they stock so much. To know that they've stocked so much that they're like, "Hmm, let's just throw this out. It's, it's, It's gluttony at its worst. Yeah. Well, their business model is gluttony. Like, it... They pride themselves on being able to say, we have it. But when you have too much of it, what's going to happen? But Mike, so my question to you guys was off and you explained it a little bit to me, but maybe let's re-explain it. Why the hell would a company like Amazon see fit in throwing out this? Like, like why would it be that their requirement? Because I think something in that article was something along the lines of not only was there 124,000 things, but... The requirement, they had like a quota to reach yeah, to get they rid of that. Yeah, okay. quotas. So the basic logistics for this is it, it, the only way that this would be feasible is if storing those items would cost more than throwing them out. They would, they would lose more profits storing those items because if you got the, the – I don't agree with this. I'm not saying it's feasible or logical or anything like that. But – Say those 124,000 items mm-hmm. are all last season's thing. Yeah. They're not going to sell them for cheaper for whatever reason. But just keep them and keep selling them. Uh, then They're not because maybe well, people are going to... Because people, people would want to buy the newer product first. But for some reason... I don't know why they wouldn't just heavily discount them. No, well, no, However, yeah. it would Put be... Put Prime offer or something. Selling them would be more... No, sorry. Storing them or trying to sell them in a discount sale would cost more than destroy them. And and that's where I gave you the example that, you know, a little closer to home in our workplace, Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that we've got things that have stored over the last few years that we've tried to sell once a year for the last three or four years. And Mm. the fact of the matter is it's just not happening, but they will keep attempting it. To a certain extent, all shops will destroy things. Mm. Yeah. All businesses do destroy. I mean, not all of them destroy. So my mother used to work for Seafolly Australia. Mm. Yeah. Um, They had this problem. 
in which they had just they they hadn't sold enough that year or Mm -hmm. like there were a lot of things that got brought back and if they weren't brought back they had like a lot of samples so i don't know if you guys know what samples are but like sea folly used to go to other countries ask them to make this one design yeah Yeah. see if their you Mm. know fabrics were any good see if their quality was any good Mm. that wasn't for sale that was just a test and so then they had all that and had to get rid of that yeah so they had all that they had to get rid of it that they they had heaps of one-offs um and they were planning on destroying it this is very true story they were planning on destroying it my mom really wanted me to get a job Mm. and took me to the ceo with along with one of the other girls, one of the other daughters of one of the other workers and said, we're going to destroy them. Mm-hmm. Let these girls work. 80% of the profits will go to you guys. They get to keep the other 20% between them. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like much. But it was something. But we were allowed to mark up the price. No, no, no. It wasn't something. We were allowed to mark up the prices to whatever the fuck we wanted. Mm. We had to make the posters. We had to do all the work. Yep. We just got given the warehouse space for a weekend. Um, actually, I think it was more than a weekend. I think we had five days. It was over the school holidays that we got to do this. Mm. Um, how much did we make? So as well as, and the other prof, the other deal was whatever was left over, we got to pick out whatever the fuck we wanted from there. So I think I made that weekend about $2,000. dollars mm. Um, again, not weekend. It was probably a week. Made about two grand. Yeah. My other, my friend made about two grand. The rest of the money we gave back to the, the, because the deal was we got 20% split Mm. between the two of us. The rest of it, we gave back to the company. Plus we got to take out whatever samples we wanted. And that was why our good friend, mate Carmen and I Mm. became extremely good friends because I took I didn't actually look at what I picked up. You just went, I'll have this, 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 I this, got this. like four or five garbage bags mm. of clothing. Then I went back home, picked out what I wanted. Then I went to school. I invited all of my favorite girlfriends from like our year group and a couple of the other year groups who I just, people I really liked. I brought all these garbage bags of clothes to school. We went into the bathrooms. We put down like uh, towels and stuff from swimming, poured it all over the ground. And I was like, go for your life <laughs> and i yeah every girl that like swimming that week had the best outfits it was yeah. so much fun but well, like so every company does it yeah but there's positive stuff like that you can do that still made 80 mm. percent profit for the company mm. like 80 percent because that there's again sample shit that you could just get rid of yeah that's what we sold oh, but well. it, okay let's take let's take the example of amazon then because th- th- this is who we're looking at. So if we take the example of Amazon and we look at the fact that Amazon um, are throwing out face masks, for example. So 20,000 face masks, yeah? Yeah. Um, why? They're not going to go out of date. They're not going to go out of fashion. They're not going to go out of style. They're, re- they're disposable face masks. Because from- they've probably got 50,000, 100,000 importing on their way. Stop that. They're like, we Stop need it. room for Cancel this. Cancel the order. They're a big company. Cancel the order. I agree with you. In theory, it's the best idea. In practice, big companies like that lose profits. Now, I don't think that it's right. I think those 20,000 masks, don't fucking chuck them. Send them to Italy where they need them. Send them to mm-hmm. like any country that they need them. Yeah. Stand on the footpath and hand that shit out. Yeah. Bear in mind, and, this and, is a and, warehouse in the UK. And again, the UK brand, have, have Amazon staff 
stand on street corners handing yeah. out free masks. Good pl- publicity. I also agree. Televisions. Mm. Computers. Donate them to hospitals. All of, donate them, schools. Donate them to schools. Nowadays, all schools, you know, use laptops. But they throw them all in the bin. MacBooks, TVs. I don't understand it. I also do. Does that make sense? Yeah. I understand Completely. why they would have to do it. Yeah. But I yeah. just think they should just... If, if you are making that much profit... Mm. That you can afford to throw out a three thousand dollar laptop because that's how let's they're throwing out MacBooks and that's how much MacBooks can cost you. Absolutely. If that's how much profit you're making, hand that shit out. Exactly. Oh yeah. Literally sell, hand it. Out. Sell whatever you can and then give the rest to hospitals. I'd give get the rest a to kids. I'd get a job at Amazon and I'd make a deal with the garbage guy and be like, all right, these these bags I'm gonna give you they're undamaged, so uh, just uh, you take them around the corner. Mm. I'll meet you around the corner, put them in my car, and we'll go harvest some of the profits that we make on it. I, I'm going to find, like, Amazon, I, I think... Because why? It's garbage. What do they care? I think it's going to be interesting because this story kind of did break. I think it was actually yesterday that it broke, and yeah. it hasn't really made the rounds yet yeah. because no, there's been other things going on. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting once it does make the massive rounds. And gain a bit of traction. Make companies like that pay extortionate amounts of money for their well, waste. Well, that's the other thing. Make them pay those, for their waste. A lot yeah. of those companies do not get... They all get tax breaks as well. Yeah. Plus this exorbitant amount of waste that they're putting yeah. out. Not to mention Amazon is not exactly a green company with how fast they deliver things. Mm. Also not a very good company, uh, ethical company for their employees by the sounds of it. Allegedly. No, allegedly. Shitting in nappies and pissing in nappies and stuff like that because they can't have garbage breaks. Allegedly. Like... Mm, that's like just that's gross human rights violations allegedly um but yeah like amazon i'm amazon has a lot of issues it needs to clean up jeff bezos is retiring isn't he or he's he's stepping down from why is he i think he's going to space or something like he's doing something to do with amazon i mean i i think i think um i think jeff bezos is a very faceless man I think I think the funniest thing is the meme where they're talking about all the Amazon shows that they're doing is like stuff based around um, Superman being evil, and they're like, "Why would they ever do that?" And then they show <laughs> Jeff Bezos and compare it like Looking next to a picture Lex of Lex Luthor. Yep. Favorite meme. I'm really <laughs> enjoying that meme right now. It pops up because I'm in comic book Twitter. It pops up all the time, it's and just it just so makes uncanny. me laugh. <laughs> But yeah, no, we'll, anyway. um, we'll have to keep an eye on it over the next few weeks and see if it does gain a bit of traction and we'll keep you posted with any developments. Alrighty, and that brings us uh, to the end of the show. And of course, that sound means it's time for us to go. But uh, before we do, we need to get to our Sick Kent of the Week. Um, this week's Sick Kent of the Week, look, we're, I'm, I'm drawn here um, at Kent and the Steering Team. I'm drawn. I don't know, and and I want you guys to help me out on this one. Do we go with a topical Jeff Bezos? Um, I think first we address the fact that you're torn, not drawn. No, I'm drawn because I'm. It's it's a draw for me. I was mind. wondering the same thing. I know what is you that mean. What I, meant? I mean, torn? you're torn because Nothing it is a draw. Right, I'm you're, drawn. you're torn because, because it a is draw. a draw. But you can't be drawn because that means you drew something. 
Or it means that you're pulling to one, not the other. Yeah, you're drawn. You're like dragged towards one. Yeah, sorry. I am, know, I knew he was one. trying to say draw, <laughs> Look, which is I'm why I'm t- like, yeah. Tired. Yeah. I right. know which one you are drawn to. We, we commented at the start of the show how tired Bianca and I are, and now we're at the end of the show. Yes. And we're proving takes, it. This takes longer to record than it takes to Because we take to. many, many breaks. So <laughs> I'm more tired than what I should be. I am torn on who to give this to because I'm it's a draw in my mind so <laughs> I know who I'm sequence of events here <laughs> we thought we would talk about this segment yep. on the fly between segments I thought about this as um, sick end of the week because it was brilliant and relevant basically this story is some person named Rick G believes that billionaires should not exist on earth or in space but they should decide um, but should they decide the latter they should stay there this is because on change.org, there is a, a petition which has over 116,000 people that have um, signed saying, do not allow Jeff Bezos to return to Earth because he is, of course, going to be flying up in his, I can't remember the name of his um, space company, Blue something, um, flying up into space on test flight. And people are saying, do Don't not allow him, him re-entry. Pretty much. I think that's technically a thing. I think you need to grant, be granted re-entry into yes. Earth. And so it'd be... <laughs> Interesting to see the first person denied is Jeff Bezos. It'd be hilarious. Um, okay, I think his so, ex-wife would be happy with that. Well, you know, she got all his money. There'll be no um, um, prime next day delivery. Oh, for him. Um, yeah, no, look, so so that's that's the first one. That's the first one. Um, however, in amongst us recording the second and third segments of this week's yes. show, um, I just happened to be scrolling through Instagram and I came across Bruce Campbell's um, Instagram and it made me um, Bruce Campbell if you don't know from um, Burn Notice fame for me or from the Evil Dead franchise for most um, of, also for Spider-Man and also for Herbie Fully not Herbie Fully Loaded Herbie the Love, the bug. love bug the Love Bug that's one with the evil Herbie as that well hey guys yes I've seen none of these watch Burn Notice Let, watch the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies oh he is the announcer at the cage fight in the first one, he is the snooty usher in the second one, and he's the French waiter in the third one. I did not know. And again, yeah. he's um, in, in an old Herbie movie, and also he's in Burnotus, which is such a brilliant show. And again, yeah. what I believe should be the cast of Uncharted, the three of them on there, it's perfect. I um, want him and Dylan O'Brien, because I just think they both look like the characters. Again, <laughs> Jeff, so much. But again, Jeff Donovan, or Jeffrey Donovan from Burnotus, the main guy from Burnotus. And Bruce Campbell is solid. It's brilliant. Anyway, um, his Instagram was hilarious. Basically, he is deep faking his, not deep faking, his face swapping. Face app. It is deep fake, but it's one of those He's putting his face on lots of different people. Xena the um, Warrior Princess. Um, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson and And the wife in in, in The Shining. (laughs) I love Um, the. Brokeback Mountain one. I love and hate the Brokeback Mountain one. (laughs) I love it because it's funny, but I hate it because it's also like weird. So I don't know which way to go. I don't know which way to go because they're both brilliant. I vote for Brucey. I, oh, why am I the deciding vote? Oh, that's a tough one. (laughs) Most of the time it's you coming up with this at Ken of the Week. I know. I usually land pick you to make these decisions. I nominate people. And then this week I had no... Oh, this is why I nominate people so I don't have to make choices. Yep. Okay, you know what? I watched the Bruce Campbell thing too. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Uh, in saying that though, Jeff Bezos memes for the fucking win. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a runner-up for a while, but no. this is good. He's yeah. a runner-up. Like, really tight runner-up. Yeah. Um, 
but the Bruce Campbell <laughs> Warrior Princess video <laughs> was just so stupid. It's so stupid. It is because it just is stupid. I really want to watch Z- re watch Cena soon. <laughs> I want to watch it with it, Bruce. Um, JB Hi Fi, though. Well, we'll just watch it on some I'll just, thing. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. find it. Anyway, um, Bruce Campbell, you are this week's Sid Kent of the Week. Um, and on that note, um, just before we go, uh, there was some earthquake in WA and uh, it was really big. Anyway, 5.1 on the Richter scale. Anyway, um, Bianca, thank you. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Drew thank thank you. you, Phil. Thank you, Bianca. Until next week. Yep. Yep.